Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 1057 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. We are live from Brookfield Central High School for the 2020 Luke Homan Memorial Showcase. And I uh, want to thank uh, Dan Wandry and everybody here at Brookfield Central. They've been great. Just a really good host and, and allowing us to be here. We're going to be uh, doing my high school show here till 11.45. Then Bart Winkler will join me. And we're going to uh, have two games live today. Pius against Martin Luther at 11.45. And Menominee Falls against Racine Case at 1.15. I'm now jo- joined by Dan Wandry, state champion. He told me how to say that. State champion. He's got a ring on that barely fits in this gym. State champion uh, Dan Wandry from Brookfield Central. Before we get into the showcase, um, what a good win for your program last night. Yeah. You guys beat a really well-coached, uh, man, Sussex-Hamilton is ranked number one in the state, um, and rightfully so. That's an awfully good team, Dan. Yeah, they are. First, thanks uh, for having me on, and thank you for being out here. Uh, I know how special Luke Holman was to you. Yes. And, and we actually, you know, obviously is very special to us here at Brookfield Central, and this is a great event that you know we try to honor his legacy and just what our the traditions of what our program is about. So we really appreciate you being out here. Yeah, last night's game, you know, uh, we're sitting here in the gym right now at ten o'clock and it's pretty empty. Yeah, you know, it is. last night was uh, just electric, right? The place was filled. Two really good, loud, rowdy student crowds, parent crowds. You know, just a. A great environment for high school basketball, and uh, hey, Ben, you know, Ben, now, uh, yeah, he played he, okay. Yeah, he hit a couple of shots. That boy yeah. hit a couple of yeah. shots. So it was. Uh, you We've know, had a lot of conversation about this young man, <laughs> and look, you know, you love the fact that he's at Lancer. You, oh, I yes. mean, right? Yes. He, uh, his brother, awfully good. Um, and when this kid hits one, there's a chance he's going to hit five. And uh, I love the fact that look, this, you guys, the. the you, you come off a state championship, yeah. so a lot of these kids that were part of that, that atmosphere last night wasn't too big for them. And you said, look, it, it reminded me so much of last year's sectional game. Totally. And, and you know, I'm really proud of our, our, our boys. We were down uh, at you know twice by double digits throughout the game. And every time we fell behind, you know, we didn't, we didn't get rattled. We didn't lose our composure. We actually started, you know, Credit to Hamilton. I mean, they were they were putting it to us. They were getting easy baskets. They were getting open threes, and they really you know built those leads the way they build leads. Right? They're really good, and they were good on D and forcing us into tough stuff. And uh, and, they, and they have the best player in the state. 
Yeah, I think they have uh, the maybe the best Patrick player. Patrick Walker. Is, yeah, yeah, he's Look, really I had good. A, I had a, col- a, a high school coach tell me that he believes he might be the best player ever to come out of this state. Yeah, I think there's a lot of talk about that right now. And, you know, it's just the game is so different now. You know, I think back to, you know, the, the stories of playing in the old Metro Conference like, you know, we did back in Mesmer and Pius and all those great battles. You know, if you had a six-six guy on your team, he was like a big low-post presence. and Huge. You threw went it in there and block. he went crazy. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we got a, a six-nine guy who... Handles the ball like a five ten guard, shoots it. Defend, you know, he just yeah, he, he changes the game. And our guys, uh, we we did a, you know, it's one of those. Even last year, he I think he put up thirty seven against us in the tournament game, and we were like, oh, we did a pretty good job. On <laughs> you, you, we did. You know what, <laughs> you Dan? Know, I've seen and, your I've seen your team play man. twice this year and a bunch last year. It's a different team from this yeah. year. But I'll tell you what, some of those those guys that were a big part of what you did last year, David Joplin, and, and we talked about Ben now, and, and the, these guys now, they, this is their team. The leadership that they've taken, and, and you have to be able to tell me more about that, but it, it looks to me like they've accepted that role, and they said, look, this is our team now. Last year, that's great. Yep. You know what, we'll wear the ring, we'll look at the banner every once in a while, but that's in the past. Now let's look at this team, and can we do this again? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. First off, you know we have we have well we have four seniors on our team. You know we picked up another a football guy that hadn't played the last couple of years. He he's actually on his official visit. He's playing at Illinois State next year. Rashad Lampkin. But we have three other seniors: Josh Brugink, Malik Abdul Wahid, Eric Radisevich. Then you mentioned Ben and David. All of those guys got better, right? right. They all oh, that's big. they all played some type of a role on our state championship team last year, and they went out and got better. Like David Joplin was a first team All State kid last year, uh, honorable mention, sorry, right? And he got better. You know, Ben now got better. Look, our six nine Eric, like we couldn't put him in the games last year. No, he and now he yeah. he's hard to take off. Court, did, you know, did, what I like and, about Joplin is is look, he can go inside, outside. He's bouncy. Um, you know what he uh, I and look if he's listening and he gets mad at me uh, too bad he, there are times I've seen him play that he's really interested in playing yes. and when he's really interested my goodness and there there are times that I've seen him play and the competition might not be to, to the level of him mm-hmm. and sometimes he floats a little bit yep. and he gets a little bit distracted but you know what that's it. he's still a young kid yeah, I think, and I don't I, care if he's senior or not he's still right. a young kid right. And when he's he, only a junior, thankfully right. for us. <laughs> and when he uh, when yeah. he's interested, and a game like last night, where everybody says the best player in the state is on the other team, that now he's going to get interested. Well, and and I, you know when you talk about those things that you just did with Dave, like you know the the first thing that comes to my mind just maturity, right? And he is young and he's yes. maturing, and that's getting better, and it's still there. And I I defend him a little bit in that. He's so smooth. Oh, man. There are times when I think his, the ease at which he does things makes it look and like he's nonchalant be. and he's not whatever. Now, That's a great he, point. You know, Thank you for, for, he, for he saying does, that. He does need to, you know, have that consistency. Cause, but you know what? You know, we took a tough loss over Christmas this year. You know, we took four or five days off practice. We came back in the gym, and he's been a different guy. In our practice, on our practice court since then, he, you know, so that's leveling out, you know, Ben, you talked about the leadership, 
what I loved last night, right? We're battling back, battling back. We take the lead. Hamilton calls a timeout. I mean, the place was up for grabs. Our bench is up, waving towels, jump around. The first two guys into our huddle are Ben and David, and they're like, calm down, relax. We need to get this stop. We need to stop on this possession See, right here, right? I and love, those, you know, Ben's that. a defender. Ben's always been a great defender. You know, those those are guys who are they're offensive players. You know, you know, I have to tell you, when people talk about Ben, they don't talk about his defense. Man, he's really good. He can shoot the ball, man. Yeah, yeah. He can shoot the ball. Hey, I, 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 we could spend the whole hour talking about last year, yeah. and and you know my feeling on on how your school, your program, your community, your team, your staff, the job you guys did, second well, to none. You. And and I've told you that in person a hundred times, but I wanted to tell you that. On thank the you. Air. That means a lot coming from you, Mike. Well, I appreciate that. The Luke, the Luke Holman showcase. Um, I, look, I love the fact that you guys do this. That kid, and I'll tell stories throughout all day today That's awesome. about what that kid. Um, and, and I don't mean to tear up, but what this kid would be doing with his life now is incredible. Right. It's incredible. And I'm going to tell his mom and dad because we're going to talk to Jerry and Patty next. And, again, we are at Brookfield Central. I'm talking to Dan Wandry, the head basketball coach here at Central. Um, we're getting ready for tip-off uh, Milwaukee Messmer against South Division. And uh, we're going to be uh, – and then Milwaukee Vincent and Green, Greenfield will be playing – uh, we also have, we're going to be doing the Pius Martin Luther game in the other gym, Wisconsin Lutheran at Brook Central. Dan's not happy that we're in this gym, but it is what it is. Menominee Falls against Racine Case at 115. Bart Winkler's going to join me. We'll have those games live. I'm going to tell Jerry and Patty Holman that, and I know that you agree with this, that I wasn't wanting to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne. Mm-hmm. All right? I'm not in the car. I'm not in the gym. I'm not in their classroom. What are my kids like when I'm not there? This kid, their son, as a young kid, look you right in the eye, shake your hand. He's taller than most of his age, and he can shoot it. And and in any gym in the country, Dan, think about this kid. In six, he's two years older than my son Matthew. So Matthew's in fourth grade playing in the AU tournament, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Luke Holman's sixth grade, and he's with his guys, right? He leaves his guys when he sees me walk in the gym and comes over and hugs me and says, "Hey, coach, how you doing today?" And I'd say the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Cool hand, Luke. Yep. You shooting threes today? He said, come on, coach. Today and every day. Are you kidding me? This is the kind of kid yeah. that yeah. they raised. Yeah. Hey, Jerry wasn't in the gym. Patty wasn't there. Right. This kid this kid didn't need to do this. But it didn't matter where he was what he was doing. Came over and hugged me and asked me how I was doing right. as a young kid. And, man, I, I, I miss seeing his smile. And, and I'm sure that they do way more than I do. Yeah. But this is a kid that he captivated an audience. Yeah. He was the guy. Yeah. In, in a b- bunch of guys back then. Right. Joe Thomas and, and, B- and all these yes. guys, right? Yeah, totally. He, he was the guy. Yeah. And um, I love the fact that you guys continue to do this. So it forces people like me at least once a year, at least once a year, to tell stories about this kid and just imagine some of the things that he would be doing. Well, and, and you touched on a lot of things there, Mike, and I think the first thing for us and from our perspective, right, you know, uh, beyond being a, a great basketball player in our basketball program, you know, Luke was all of those things that you talked about and what I um, kind of treasured and valued the most about Luke was he, he had a, as a high school student, 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, and obviously, you know, we lost him way too soon when he passed. 
he had the uh, like a, a personality and ability that just transcended. It didn't matter if it was a fourth grade kid who was here at our basketball camp, if it was a middle school kid that he was helping or he was reading to, yeah. it, whatever. If it was his classmates, um, kids that he wasn't necessarily friends with. If it was faculty or staff, if it was other kids' parents, like he just had the ability to communicate and talk and have um, just great conversation with anybody. Comfortable yeah. in all yeah. spaces. And, and that's the part where, Dan, I go, I, I can just imagine the things. You, you, you right. run in a company right totally. now yeah. that people would be begging to go work for, yeah. and uh, he would be huge right. within the Brookfield Central community, whether he lived here or not. He would know that this is the place that, that molded him to, to, to be where he was at. Hey, we're going to get to a break. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to, to be here, to have these conversations. Um, the next segment, talking with Jerry and Patty, is going to be difficult. But I asked you to please set this up because I wanted them to know right. a couple of things about, from the outside, what I felt and what other people felt about their son. Again, yeah, we are live at Brookfield Central. Tip-off for the first game. Milwaukee South against Bessemer. We're in the new gym, in the old gym. Uh, West Dallas Hill and Kenham Rain tipped off at 10. There are games all day long. Hey, anybody uh, canceled because of the weather yet? We just had the one game, Chippewa Falls. I think it's the 4.30 game. Chippewa Falls is not coming down because of the weather. So them and Oshkosh West has been, they rescheduled. They're playing somewhere up in their area. But all the other games are scheduled. Uh, What's the cost to get in? It is $10 for adults, $5 for students. You can go from gym to gym? Go to gym to gym. You're not kicking this out halftime? We are not kicking anybody out, right? Uh, the you know the nice thing, one of the main reasons we have this event, this is a great fundraiser for the Luke Holman Foundation. Right. So portion of those admission charges go to their foundation, which helps sponsor a lot of things. But to the, the biggest thing is here... Uh, Usually every year about five graduating seniors receive a scholarship oh, man. from the Luke Holman Foundation. So well, that's, uh, it's just a great event, and yeah. we're really happy that you're here today to help us promote it, and it exactly. should be a great day of basketball. I appreciate it. He's Dan Wandry, first place now, tied for first in this conference, a defending state champion, Dan Wandry. I'm so pleased with that. Again, we're live at uh, Brookfield Central. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Jerry and Patty Holman are going to join me. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan, we are live at Brookfield Central High School for the 2020 Luke Holman Memorial Showcase. And I'm now joined by Jerry and Patty Holman, uh, Luke's parents. And uh, guys, it's so good to see you again. And, and Jerry, you and I played a little softball together back in the day when we could uh, do that kind of stuff. Well, we could still run. We that? could still <laughs> run. We could still run. How are you? It's good to see you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, same you and doing well. Hey, yeah, doing well. You. Great holidays. So, guys, I, I, I begged Dan Wander to reach out to you to say, look, can I have, can I talk to them for a segment? And knowing that um, it was going to be a difficult segment for me and I'm sure for you guys, but I, I, I wanted to tell you a couple of things about my memories of Luke. Okay, I love that. And I wanted to tell you that w with my kids, I, w I always wanted to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne, right? <laughs> I'm not in the car. I'm not in the classroom. I'm not at their friend's house. And I wanted to know. I asked her, what, what, what are they like when I'm not around? 
And I tell this story a lot about your son. He's two years older than my son, Matthew. And that's so he was in sixth grade. Matthew would be in fourth grade. And we'd be playing AU tournaments in Fort Wayne, Indiana, or up in Minneapolis, mm -hmm. or wherever. And he would be with his guys. And I would walk in the gym, and he would stop. And he would come over to hug me and say, hey, coach, how you doing today? And I'd say, cool hand Luke. Are you <laughs> shooting threes today? He'd oh, say, come on, That man. makes me happy. Today and yeah. every day. And I, I just imagine what he would be doing today. He would be in charge of a company that everybody would want to work at. And that's uh -uh. the kind of personality that this young man had. And, and, guys, I'm so sorry for your loss. I will never, and I tell this a lot, ever forget the wake. And, Jerry, I, I stood in line. I was with Coach Cerrone. And you hugged me and said, Coach, I'm sure you got to go through this. And I'll never forget that because it caught me off guard. And I said, well, Jerry, I'm so sorry you're going through this. And Joe Thomas was there. And you guys had an open casket, and, and I'll never forget his hands. That, for me, um, is what I just always go back to. And, and I think this was done for a reason, so we always remember you know, we got, was, we, we have to be careful. Were his hands in a certain way? or His hands, because he had been underwater for a bit, his hands um, were puffy. Were puffy. Okay. And, and I don't know why. I don't know why, but that's what, what your husband said to me. Seeing Joe Thomas sitting down in the fetal position and the hands just, I, I will never. And, and that, this has been since 2006, right? Right, yeah. And I, it, I just won't forget it. Um, I love the fact that they do this here at Berkfield Central every year, Jerry, and, it, and we raise money for the Luke Holman Foundation, and it, and it makes me sad that I don't think of him more as the years go by, but this makes me go back to him knocking on my door on 88th and Townsend, believe it or not, saying, Does Matthew, can Matthew um, shake fly balls? He would come to Cop Park and hit softballs with kids, and he would come and ask my youngest son if he would come and shave fly balls for him. And I go, yeah, oh sure. god, I didn't knock, know any of this. Right, knock on the door, hey coach, can Matthew come and shake fly balls? Matthew, you want to go with Luke? Yep. And there he, Matthew, would run across. Oh. Yeah, I remember that yeah, going across this, when yeah. you're living across the street from the park. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I um, has it gotten any easier, Jerry? And I and I don't want this to be a Doctor no. Phil episode. No. And I apologize <laughs> for. We've that. already been there, you know. Oh, you know, I know you. I know, I know. <laughs> but you know what? And and I driving over here, I had a pit in my gut because I didn't know. If you guys would be open to let me tell stories about oh, him. Oh, sure. And, Absolutely. Know, I love, we love to hear him. Oh, good. I love it. Good. You know yeah. how, man, did he, he shot the ball way better than his daddy did. Oh, you know absolutely. That? Oh, yeah. You and he reminded him of that often. He did, yes. Did he yes. Really? <laughs> yeah, when we got older and we do uh, kind of like one on ones or whatever in a, in a uh, uh, backyard and that stuff, he'd uh, you know, be going between his legs and that stuff. I said, hey, you're going to do all that stuff, I quit. you gotta got to play regular like us old guys. <laughs> Well, you played at a high level. You played at Marquette. Correct. Right? Yeah. You played at a high level. And, and Luke, I'm sure, just took uh, took all kinds of love in being able to shoot the ball um, a little bit better. Because that kid was, if he walked in the gym, he felt he was open. And he walked in the gym and he felt he could hit every shot. Well, he had great range. And I think I was still playing in the Muni Leagues when uh, he was born and that stuff. And he'd come uh, every game he could unless it was too late. And Patty wouldn't let him come. But he'd come and... He'd be out there shooting with us uh, before he was the game. He's two years old. Yeah. <laughs> and every time there was an opening or you know a timeout, he'd run out there and shoot and that stuff. But 
I don't know if he, uh, just because of repetition, but he had such a nice shot. Oh, he had a beautiful shot. It really was. And, yeah. look, he, he had, and I was talking to Dan at Wandry about this, he had the kind of personality that it didn't matter what group of people he was in, he was the focal point. He was that oh. kid with the smile oh. that could, could get kids together or get adults together, and he was comfortable in all those settings. And I don't know, you know, as, as a parent and a grandparent myself, I hope that my... You know, kids were like that, and I hope my grandkids will be like that. I think it gets harder and harder now with some of the kids because they're always on their mm-hmm. phone or they're always playing video games to get them to be like that. But boy, you guys did a marvelous job well, with well, them. Thank you. Well, they don't, the kids nowadays, I mean, they don't even, you know, talk to each to other. Touch it, dude, on the phone. I mean, even when you go out to dinner or something, you see a couple at the, you know, at the, another table or something, they're both on their, you know, cell phones or whatever. You know, texting. You know, yeah. And if they're texting right. each other or what, but yeah. I mean, people, they don't have the, talking back and forth like, you know uh, like I, I think luke too was around a lot of adults he, he was, was an only child we took him everywhere and he got to know and be comfortable talking to adults at, at a young age so that really helped you know that that um that period of time up in lacrosse was a tough time for that city and oh. i'm horrible yeah and you know what? I don't. We will never exactly know what happened, correct? No, we don't. But you know, we've been doing a lot of things. I don't know if you saw the Oxygen series. I didn't, but I heard about it yesterday. Yeah. Bart Winkler is going to join me uh, to do the two games here at at, at Brookfield Central at eleven forty-five. Was up in Lacrosse, and he was a student, and then he was working for the TV station. Okay. So he when some when some of this happened, in fact. He said, and I didn't know this. He said yesterday. He said, you know, I was at the vigil, vigil for, um, for him up in Lacrosse. I said, I didn't know that. He said, I didn't know him, but I knew of mm-hmm. him, and that was the other part. Um, tell me about the auction series. I didn't know what that. Until well, you told me about it. It's, um, it's it was um, brought on by a couple of detectives that have been um, investigating these kinds of cases across the country. Now, obviously, lacrosse has had the most of them with eight or nine of them at this point, but they just, they feel and positively feel that these kids have been murdered oh, and then boy. put in the water afterwards. And they've gone to such lengths where they've brought in forensic people. We had to go pick up Luke's belongings at the police station. That was that was a day, uh, not oh, a good day. No. But we had to do that, and then we filmed... Um, with oxygen, and they had six series of six different mothers. Okay. Basically, we went to. Um, no, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm screwing it up. It's that was Dr. Phil. No, that's okay. With the oxygen series, Jerry and I both did that, and so they did that, um, and they did the six series, and they ran, uh, you know, consecutively weeks, and they started January 19th of last year. But I was just told that they were on all night, and I didn't know it, and. Something happened to my computer and they were all erased. So the guy that's doing it, I said, why didn't you tell me? I have, I wanted to watch it because I needed to record it. Right. Well, he said he'd sent it. So right now, um, and I don't know how much I should be talking about it, but, you know, we've got people working for us well, on it too. Let me ask you this, and we don't need to talk about the specifics, but how hard was that for you guys? Gut-wrenching. Oh, it had to be yeah. just... Gut-wrenching. Look, my brother's a family counselor, and he has told me a number of times that the most difficult thing as a parent, bar none, not even close, is to lose a child. It's it's very natural mm-hmm. for us to lose our parents. But to lose a child, he said, it it, it is mm-hmm. it is gut-wrenching, and it stays with you forever. And the fact that you guys are still together, I mean, some of oh, the other things he told me was... Oh, know, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like 90%. Yes. 
yeah. end up in divorce. And Jerry knows he outkicked his cover, so he's not letting you go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, right, Jerry? That's right. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. not I better agree with that. Well, yeah. And I think the things that we've done kept us, you know, alive with the golf outing and this and all the support we've had from family and friends for the last 13 years. It's been incredible. Can we talk about the foundation? And if people can't let, get, I'll tell, let yeah, him do people, that. Jerry, people can't get out here today uh, for some reason to be able to pay to get in because some of the proceeds goes to the foundation. Is there ways that people can still um, donate to the foundation? And can you talk a little bit about what the mission and what you guys do with the foundation? Well, we, we I should, because he doesn't remember this. No, I'm sorry. Okay. The, we, we work with a cup, uh, company called Gesture and they do our golf outing and there is a website for luke it's the luke homan golf classic yep i've been dot com and i believe they could go on there and do that if not now it would be probably closer to the date of the outing when we go live right with the items well, and stuff and, and like here's that what, well, here's also, also uh, uh under i think the luke homan foundation they'll they'll let you uh go on there and they'll tell you where to send it to i believe because oh. uh, we have a uh, a law firm that Bill Neary, you know sure. Bill. Oh yeah, uh, he does all our uh, legal work for and accounting work for nothing. For he donates that, and he takes care. Of it. But I know every once in a while he'll send a check to uh, to me, and that's I think people go in there and want to oh, okay. right, which is perfect. And and look, if 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 you're wanting to uh, to donate to this foundation and you're in your car, just you know get a hold of me at the radio station. And I will have all the information for you on where to go and how to do this. Can we talk really quickly, and then we've got to get to a break. But the foundation, I know you guys offer some scholarships to kids here at Brooks Central. Right. We do. Uh, uh, when we first started doing it, we, the first golf outing we did was uh, uh, actually I had lunch with Rick Majeris uh, right before Christmas, right after Luke died. And uh, he said, you guys should do a golf outing. I said, well, we do a family golf outing. So I was thinking just to having everyone ask everyone for an extra 20 bucks and, you know, do it for a scholarship. He said, no, you got to do something better than that. I said, well, let me think about it. Well, we all went out to the car. Well, he walked back in and, and, and talked to Saz, and then they got Patty's company involved, and between the three of them, we had ended up having a, uh, our first golf outing that summer, and uh, we've raised, this is going to be our 14th year this year, and like two years ago, we went over the million-dollar mark. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. So what we give to us. He would be so happy. Oh, I know. Absolutely. so happy. We usually give at least four $2,500 scholarships to Brookfield Central. If not seniors. more. Yeah, we usually, sometimes it's more. It depends on how many applicants and how they look. I mean, all the kids look great as far as uh, we, yep. don't, we, don't, we don't do it on grades. We do it more or less on the kid and, uh, you know, how they come across in their tape and, in their family involvement, you know, all different things. Sure. But it's not, uh, you don't have to have a 4 and we don't make them write a, a, a paper or anything like yeah. that. It's just uh, what they And they don't doing. have to be playing basketball. Yeah, so you know, it's anybody that's college-bound, basically. Well, that, but we know, give, give to that, and we uh, do a lot of children's. We do a lot of Special Olympics. Okay. Uh, we do uh, the Variety Club, which does uh, a lot of uh, deeds to people, to kids uh, that have need wheelchair needs or... Also, they, when we first started doing it, they did the limb bank, or they would, that was big on that. We, and we give to probably over uh, 70 different charities wow. through the years. You know, if people are in need, we'll help them out. It's just we try to be good with the kit, with yeah, the money. Would you let me know if there's anything I can ever do for you on, on this oh, thing? Oh, appreciate and, and that, sure. absolutely. You know what, if, 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 uh, if I can uh, promote it, if I can get tickets for an auction, and whatever you guys need. Yeah, we're, always, know, we're always looking for auction items, I'm that's gonna, for sure. Uh, well, you guys do that and get a hold of me, and I'll, I'll do my best okay, to do that. Okay, that would be awesome. We're going to get to a break. There's a, a young man over here who played basketball. Yeah, and that one. was Luke's cousin. I didn't know that. Yes, he is. I didn't know that. Heads up. And they were born three weeks apart. Really? So they were like brothers. Oh, man. 
Well, we're going to talk to him good, next. Good, And I, Patty, it's good to see you, Jerry. Yeah, so you it's too. It's good to see you. Again, if you're uh, looking for some high school basketball to see today, you come out to Brookfield Central. Part of the proceeds goes to the Luke Holman Foundation, and that's the key. Games are going on at both gyms all day long. Ten bucks to get in, and you can go from gym to gym and watch high school basketball and some really good games coming up all day. Guys, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Again, we are live at Courtside at Brookfield Central for the 2020 Luke Holman Memorial Showcase. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, live at Brookfield Central High School for the 2020 Luke Holman Memorial Showcase. Right now, Milwaukee South Division is winning 15-4 to against Milwaukee Mesmer, and there are games going on all day. At uh, 11.45, Bart Winkler is going to join me at actually 11.30 for the pregame. 11.45, uh, we're going to have the Pius Martin Luther game on, and then Menominee Falls against Racine Case. I'm now, I'm now joined by Brian Hillis. Brian is, was a cousin of Luke Holman, uh, played together, went to Brook Central. Basically, they were brothers. And t- talking to Patty, and she said, look, th- this was his cousin, but this was his brother and his best friend, and wanted uh, Brian to join us a little bit and talk a little bit about Luke. And, you know, I, I-, I told uh, Jerry and Patty that, you know, wherever he was in any in any gym in the country, and you know his personality, man. Right. He, he was the guy. Mm-hmm. And he would stop doing what he's doing to come over and, and, and say hello to me. We'd be at Fort Wayne, we'd be at Spies, we'd be wherever. Right. And he would come over and say, Coach, how you doing? And as a sixth grader, as a seventh grader, you don't find that. Just you know, very you, mature. Yeah, for you, it he that was way. really mature. And, um, man, you must miss him every day. Oh, yeah. We think about him every day. Um, we actually uh, named, I have a son too, and we actually named him after Luke. So our son is Luke Ellis. Lucas too. Um, so how, old, just, how old is your son? He will. He's four now. He'll be five in February. Is he uh, shooting the ball the way Luke did? Uh, not yet. Not but yet. we got him on the little hoop on the house. <laughs> there yet. you go. There you go. <laughs> you know he. Um, and I told Jerry, man, he walked in the gym. He thought he was open, and he thought he could hit the shot from just about wherever he was. Um, and he, over half court was in range for him. It was in range for him. <laughs> um, he, look, were you a multi-sport athlete? Because uh, I know he was. He yeah. Was a big-time baseball, good football player. You did the same? Yep. So uh, I did. I just didn't. I didn't do football. So we, uh, growing up, we played basketball and baseball together. And then uh, I was a soccer guy. Okay. I played goalie. And, oh, I bet he got on you for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can just <laughs> hear him ripping you for that. Um, yeah. For for you at at that part, I, that had to be the worst month, worst night, worst week, worst month, and worst year of your of your young life. Yeah. Um, I I just I, I go back and I was telling Jerry and Patty that I go back to that wake, and first of all, the amount of people that were there was incredible, and I'm sure it's a day you probably don't even remember. You you might not remember. It's something you yeah, like I to do. forget. Right. Um. But but there are parts of that wake that I will that have have been seared to my brain and to my heart that I'll never forget, and I wasn't that close to the, you know I played softball with Jerry and I knew Luke right. not the, obviously the way you did that had to just be the most difficult time ever um, for you guys and your family. Yeah, I mean it seemed like it w- it lasted 
24 hours. It seemed like it was the longest day, too, where just everything was slow motion all day long and couldn't really – you didn't really gather too many thoughts. It was just the day just went on, you yeah. know. You just wanted to breathe and and, yeah. and be able to go to bed and, and go to sleep and have it be over. Right. For sure. Um, talk to me about him as as a basketball player. Look, he, he, played, he went over to UWM and uh, didn't get a ton of time and then transferred to lacrosse. Right. And – I was a little surprised he didn't get more time back back in that day at UWM because I think he was way good enough to play at that level. Right, right. And, I mean, arguably, I mean, we talked to, because we would actually go, a couple of us buddies would go and play at the Klatchy Center, even though the UWM players weren't really supposed to. Some of the guys like Luke and uh, Derek Wilmer and some other guys actually played still. So we all kind of you know, played. I, co- I coached Derek in high school. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Derek. Uh, Derek couldn't defend much. Derek, no. Derek never wanted to defend, but he was a little like Luke. Like right. he thought he was open all the time. Right. I, I'm a big Derek Wimmer fan. So. Yeah. So we'd all play, and we'd all play on the same team, and we'd win game after game in the Kalachi against a bunch of people. And um, but it's just stuff like that where, even though a lot of his players thought he was probably one of the best shooters actually on the team. Right. Um, he needed a little more uh, help playing defense, but yeah, I yeah. mean that's. <laughs> well, so him and Wimmer were twins then, man. right? Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine. I, I don't know how good of a player you were, but I know how good of a player Wimmer was. Yeah. I know how good of a player Luke was, and uh, I would assume the boys at the Clatchy Center are not happy to see you guys walk in. No, <laughs> yeah, it was us three and a, and uh, one of our other guys that played this year at Central, Mike Martin, and usually someone else, probably usually from the team and. And it was great too because they'd all get shoes, and we would give. They would just give us the shoes because they had 14 pairs of shoes in their locker room. And <laughs> yeah, thank goodness you guys wore similar sizes. Right. That's for sure. Hey, um, we're talking to Brian Hillis right now, and again, he is. Uh, he was a cousin of. Uh, he is. He was a cousin of Luke Coleman, and uh, we are at Brookfield Central for the 2020 Luke Coleman Memorial Showcase Tournament. Come on out! It's 10 bucks to get in. There are games going on in both gyms, and you can go from one gym to the next. And you can certainly uh, come on out and, and say hello to me when you come out. And uh, you're watching Messmer and Milwaukee South Division right now. In the other gym, uh, they've got uh, the West Dallas Hale, Kettle Marine Lutheran, followed by Milwaukee Vincent and Greenfield. And then here, we're going to 11.45 do the Pius uh, Martin Luther game, which uh, should be a good game. And then uh, Menominee Falls, Racine Case should be a good game as, as well. And we're talking to Brian Hillis, and he is uh, – you know, we're talking Luke Coleman at this point because that's what we're doing here, and we're raising money for that foundation. I would highly recommend if you can't come out, uh, but you still want to give back and you want to be part of this thing and, and, and help the foundation, you can go to their website, take a look. If you can't figure it out, you call me, and I'll uh, I'll make sure that I get it, get you the information on how to donate to this foundation. Are you part, part of the foundation? Yeah, so I help out a lot during uh, the actual golf outing that we run. So I think there's about 10 different charities that they give back to, wow. which is really, really great. Um, and I think we uh, just hit last year um, at the outing, it was right over the million-dollar mark now. Yeah, that's what Jerry that's said. Awesome. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And and the amount of charities that you guys give back to, including students here at Brookfield Central, um, obviously a really big deal. And uh, the foundation does really good work, and you can tell just the pride that Jerry and Patty have. Luke would be so impressed. Oh, yeah. You know what he'd be saying, man? First of all, give me some of that money. Right. And second of all, <laughs> man, why are you raising money in my name, man? Right. That kind of stuff. I, I can't imagine 
um, what he would be doing now with, with his life. I, I feel like he'd be running a company and we'd all be begging him to hire us. Right, and that was the thing, too. That was the long-running running joke, too, is Luke was always really good about numbers and everything. And we were always saying, you know, Joe, Luke was going to probably be your agent, to be honest with you, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, you know what? There's no there's no doubt. What are you doing nowadays? I actually uh, work for a liquor distributor. I sell uh, liquors to... Um, bars and restaurants. What, what's the name of it? Breakthrough Beverage. Okay. Business is good? Uh, yeah, right now it's re- really good. Yeah. I mean, it was a little time, slow time now, but yeah. at no, the holidays, the hot, yeah. You know, everybody, hey, every, <laughs> New Year's Eve, everybody's hey, got yeah. those resolutions. I'm 100% Irish. Right? I don't buy anything you sell anymore. Right. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, do you have one child? Two. You have two. Luke and who else? Uh, I have a daughter named Brinley. Yeah, how's that going? Good? Great, yeah. They're uh, and my wife and uh, two kids all have the flu right now, so it's great. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you're, you're next, pal. Don't, I'm, nope. not, I'm not hugging you I'm today. Staying, I stayed away from them. I am not hugging. Hey, do you get a chance to come back to Brookfield Central very often? Um, usually I come here every year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, to the to Luke, the Luke Coleman. Coleman, yep. So you still live in the area? Yeah, we live in Milwaukee. Okay. Well, that's awesome. He, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, he'd be proud. Give me, uh, we got a couple of minutes left in the segment. Give me one or two Luke Holman stories that uh, either you've told other people, but we haven't certainly had on the air. But give me one, maybe a basketball story, uh, either in a high school or uh, or somewhere throughout the country that, you know, maybe he hit a, he hit a shot. or I, I know he hit a half, a three-quarter court shot here to win a game and uh, put his hands up like he knew he was going to hit it, right. that kind of stuff. Um, you got anything in mind? I would probably say back when we played uh, Marquette at Marquette, it was actually the first time that we'd actually, Central's ever won at Marquette before. Um, we were down by, I think it was 21 going in, or 18 going into the fourth quarter, and and Luke um, just told Coach, he's like, just get me the ball, let's run pick and rolls, and we'll go. And... He's like, all right, so I think we ended up doing that. We came back from 18 points and ended up winning the game, but I think like two or three. <clears throat> I mean, it just shows you the attitude and the leadership that he actually has and with with the team and how well he was respected by us and the coaches, first of all. And that group of guys that you had on that team had some leadership on the team. Right, so, yeah, it was basically the five starters were me, Ben, Joe, Luke, and Steve. Man, yeah. you know what? And, and really good <laughs> players and good athletes. Right. And, and uh, certainly, have go, you guys have all gone gone on to do some really great things, right? Exactly. Uh, obviously, I mean, it, it, uh, is there a better left tackle to ever play in the NFL? I, uh, maybe, but we don't know because Cleveland. Not yet. Now, you know what? <laughs> Cleveland was not is not right. has not been very good. But I'll tell you what, you know what? In Cleveland, Joe Thomas is the guy. Right. You know, he's uh, he's he's a good guy. He's an ambassador for our area in this school. And exactly, man, that must have been a fun group to to, to it run. It was, with, huh? and I mean, we did it since basically. Well, we some of us were third grade, but when Jerry and uh, Bill Gramacki started, we were called the Rat Pack in third grade. And we played at the YMCA, and then kind of grew into fifth grade, and that's when we really kind of started traveling with our basketball team. So we've all grown up together and played together for <clears throat> so many years, man. Hey, I appreciate you stopping by. I yeah. really do. Thank you. He is Brian Hillis again. He is, uh, man, he, he misses uh, Luke Holman like a lot of us, but he's uh, he, he, first cousin 
best friend, almost on a, on a brother level, and uh, he's out here. Come on out, trying to raise some money for the Luke Holman Foundation. And uh, look, he told you that story, but off the air, he may give you a couple other <laughs> ones. You never know. He is Brian Hillis. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. We're live at courtside at uh, Brookfield Central. It's 23-8 right now, South Division over Milwaukee Mesmer. Again, we'll, uh, we'll be here. To, uh, Bart uh, Winkler's going to join me at 1130 for the pregame. We'll have two games live after that. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're live at Brookfield Central High School for the 2020 Luke Holman Memorial Showcase, now joined by former head coach here at Messmer, former coach at Milwaukee South Division. You got a Ken Clay there you go. There you go. You got you got a dog in this fight, right? Because you got your Mesmer uh, jersey. You're working. I got my Mesmer uh, hoodie on. I got my shorts on. The the uh, South Division coaching staff. So <laughs> there you go. I got a little bit of both. You got a little bit of both. Um, hey, how uh, how many years now has it been for you not coaching? The last three? No, this is uh, my second year of not second. being on the sidelines. How is this for you? Um. I mean, it, it was it was time for me to give it up. Um, I, I have uh, I went back to school to get my administrative license and uh, congratulations. Thank you. And um, I'm, I'm I'm impacting the students and the kids' lives in a different way. And um, you know, something you always said was uh, I I view myself as a better assistant coach than a head coach. And um, you got to put in the time at your trade, just like you do with with anything. And I wasn't doing that uh, on the sidelines, and I wasn't being fair to the kids. So I had to look deep, and I had to figure out what was the best uh, move for me. And uh, giving up, giving up uh, coaching was uh, the one thing I, I felt was best for for uh, for me. So this is my first year in that boat, right? Mm-hmm. Retired, and um, I, I can tell you that there are parts of it I really deeply miss. Mm-hmm. The part I don't miss is that grind of of getting to practice every day. Um, I miss some of these kids, and Martin Luther just Absolutely. walked in, and Marcus Hines is there, and Coach Wallersheim will be coming here in a minute. I still talk to Paul about every day. Mm-hmm. And um, I, st- you know how I feel about him. And, and, and like you said, I felt like I was a better assistant coach than I was a head coach as well. And and for a number of reasons. One, I, I think I played the good cop much better than I played the bad cop. Mm-hmm. And I, I never wanted the head guy's job. Had no interest. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is make sure that we, you know, that you look good, that we look good, and and all of that. So the grind I do kind of miss, or I don't miss, and the kids and and some of the games, you know, to go down to St. Catharines or you know those those Absolutely. rivalry games, you kind of miss that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that you know you're still talking about impacting kids' lives at my alma mater. You know, it's I, I'll do all the Mesmer cheers you want, mm-hmm. um, and and I think so so much about what you guys and the mission statement of Mesmer is. Um, you feel pretty good about the direction the school's going? Absolutely. And, and, and you see articles in the paper and on the Internet about all these uh, coaches that are putting in the grind at you know different various schools in the city of Milwaukee and in other cities. You know, Mesmer's been doing that for 25, 30 years. Uh, we're, we're producing good, good, uh, good students. And uh, athletically, like I said, you know, when I was on the sidelines, you know, our, our kids had a lot of victories, and we may not have the victories – um, you know, when you look at the scoreboard uh, after Friday night or Saturday morning game, 
Um, but I know that we're producing good kids, and uh, when they walk through our doors and go on to the next phase of their life, they're going to be prepared. So uh, I'm happy with that, um, you know, and, and the mission of our school. What, 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 what is your job title at uh, Mesmer? Uh, uh, I'm more of a uh, I'm the director of athletics, and I'm a director of counseling for all three of our schools. Okay. So Mesmer St. Mary's, Mesmer St. Rose, and Mesmer High School. I, uh, I'm more of a district employee where I go to each one of the schools to make sure that our counselors are providing the services that are necessary for our students because as time goes on uh, the education world changes and the needs of kids change and we got to make sure that we're we're all doing the same kind of thing um, at each school so when they come to each school uh, we, we have a plan in place to make them successful in the classroom there's no way that you could do what you're doing now and give 100% to a basketball program. There's a, you can't, right? uh, No, there, there, there's no way. Like, um, not, it, it's not so much the good cop, bad cop <laughs> thing. It's, it's about relationships for me, and I think I always had good relationships. But, again, when when, when you got to put so much time in in the summertime and, 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 and perfecting your craft, um, it, it became to become it becomes a grind. And uh, it something I was when I was noticing when I was on the sideline was, I wasn't given the energy, and that wasn't fair to those kids that, that came every day and worked hard and was on weekends. I wasn't giving that same effort to them, uh, and I had to look inward. And, and like I said, it's it's tough to do it when you're a district employee because you're not in that building every yeah, day. It, it is, and they're struggling this year. They, they, they are, are. You know, it's 30-13 at halftime Milwaukee South Division over Mesmer. Um, they've got a short bench. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's uh, I think, seven kids here total. Is, is there a numbers issue with with the program right now? Well, as a again as a as a district, um, what we were seeing was that um, we're not just going to be a cash cow and just accept all these kids into our in our buildings and then not provide them services. Right. So we made a very deliberate uh, attempt to reduce enrollment, so we could uh, reduce class size, so our teachers could focus more on individual needs of kids. And so when you obviously have because we're down to I think it's like four hundred and sixty kids now. Is that a good number for you guys? We would like to be at 550. Okay. But, you know, two, three, five, four years ago at this time, we were sitting at 800. And, and, and you just have to, when you have kids coming through and they're not making it all four years, you have to reflect back and say, we're not just some diploma mill. We have to make sure that these kids come through, they're getting services, and they're coming out successfully as high school graduates, not just getting a piece of paper and attending all these different summer schools and making up all these credits online. We want to make sure they walk out a Mesmer graduate with all the all the tools necessary for whatever the next phase of their life is. Boy, what a what a decision that is because you got to you've got to know, and I would assume maybe I'm assuming wrong, but there had to be people in the building going, hold on a second, no, 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 look at you know what we look at the the amount of kids is the key, not what we're you know what what we're putting through the doors, and let's not take a step back to, to try to take two steps forward and whoever made that decision i think that was the correct decision right? absolutely and, and, and our school board has been great and, and understands and you know people get worried when they look at numbers because it, it means jobs um but again when you look at your mission and trying to figure out the um what we're in this business for um i think we're, we're going towards the right direction it's a transition like everybody else i think our families are great they understand what we're trying to do uh, and i think we're going to produce uh uh, we've always produced good kids, but I think the students that we're going to continue to produce and the families that are going to be involved, I think, is just going to help us as we keep rolling here. How many sports do you guys offer at Mesmer? Well, we have 14 total sports, um, One, and, and we know we go with the co-op with Shorewood for football. We started a co-op this year with Brown Deer slash Shorewood uh, for wrestling in the wintertime. We added softball, 
you know, baseball is hit and miss. That's not a really popular sport here in the city of Milwaukee. So we always have our mainstay sports across countries, the tracks, the soccers. Um, so we, we, we've been adding, like I said, with the wrestling and the softball. So there's a general uh, an interest that keeps getting generated that we keep giving these kids opportunities to participate. Because, and you know the importance, as, as I do, when you can get somebody to participate in something at the school, and they have to earn that. You know, it's not a right. They can't just come up and say, no, I have the right to play basketball. No, actually, young men, you don't. Absolutely. It's a privilege that you earn. And when you can get kids more involved in the school, not only does that make these kids, I think, feel pretty good and they're participating, mm-hmm. but then if they have to earn it, now now you've got them. Because they fall in love with the sport, and now you can say, hey, look, if you don't take care of this in the classroom or you go outside of this building and you're causing trouble, I can pull this from you. That's a pretty big carrot. Absolutely, and and it's tough because you know back, you know when when you have kids and you're teaching them the right way and you and you're preaching, you're preaching, and they take the court against some other school that they know that this kid may have gotten in trouble and had a headline, and then you're getting beat by 15, 20 points, and they're asking, well, why am I doing everything right, but we're losing basketball games on Friday night, and they got this kid who, you know, may have gotten in trouble with the law or may have, you know, they know is ineligible. And they're looking, saying, "How come I have to do it different than them?" And they're getting better success. And it's, it's so much bigger than basketball. And I always tell kids, and we just had a parent night the other night. I said, "If you hate math class, you hate history class, but you love cooking club, or if you love choir after school, that's what's going to be your motivation to yes, come to school, 100%. to pay attention in that classroom." And it's not about again any kind of uh, accolades that you may get. It's finding your strengths, finding your weakness. So when this thing called high school goes by, which we all know goes by real quick. You're on to your next phase of your life, and you've already got that figured out. Man, you got you got to figure it out. I'm really happy with with this conversation, and I feel really good about my alma mater. Good. I, I, I think that's wonderful. Um, it's good to see you again. Good to see you. Thank and, you, big uh, time. I, I see you uh, trying to start the wave over there with with the fan base here, but mm-hmm. nobody's uh, nobody's watching. You. No, no. Once again, I I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying to trying to get it going. But this headlight game game at 10:15. Yeah. Everyone tends to be a little sleepy. Yeah, a little bit sleepy. Ken, thanks a lot. Not good a problem. To see you Thank again. you, big time. We're gonna get through a break. Other side of the break, I'm gonna grab one of the coaches from from uh, Martin Luther, because we're going to have their game live coming up. We're going to try to get Marcus Hines on. I don't know if he'll do it, but we'll give it a shot. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. We're live at Brookfield Central for the 2020 Luke Holman Memorial Showcase. You can come on out. It's $10 to get in. There's games going on in both gyms, and they're going on all day long. The only game that's been affected because of the weather, the 430 game Oshkosh West versus Chippewa Falls has been canceled. Other than that, a full schedule going right. Last game tipped off, tip is going to tip off at 9 o'clock with Kettle Moraine and Greendale. But uh, you can go online if you want to check out the schedule. But there's some really good games coming up, and one of them is at 1145. 
We're going to have the call of the game for the Pius Martin Luther game, and I'm uh, now joined by Matt. He's been a friend of mine a long time. We coached together last year, won a state championship together. He is Marcus Hines. Coach, good to see you. Happy New Year, man. Hey, biggest thing is congratulations. Oh, thank you, man. Sharon. Yes, I just got married December 29th. It's fabulous. She's an awesome woman. I've been knowing her for quite some time. We, we, we just was really good friends, and uh, man, we started dating. I kind of kept it under the radar. Oh, you, th- want, you yeah. think? Yeah, man, We hung out a lot last year. I didn't know a whole lot about her, but I'm really, Coach, look, I'm really happy for you because when, when I had you on my show, Faith in the Zone, we're going to get the basketball, I promise. And this isn't a Dr. Phil show. Yeah. This isn't talking all love and stuff, but we had that conversation, and you told me, look, this is what, if, if I am ever going to get married, this is what I'm looking for. My faith is really important to me. Pure love is really important to me. And and I wondered when we had that conversation if there's maybe somebody there that I didn't know about. And there was. And Sharon's been, uh, you, look, you got a big smile on your face because yeah. she is she is a good partner for you. Yes, I've never been any happier. I'm being honest with you. Uh, man, I just, you, you got to have a mate. God wants us all to have a good mate on our side. Amen. Have yeah. a winner on our side. And I got one now, and she supports basketball. We have fun together, man. We get along. We communicate well. We're friends. That's the most important thing. So I use this term a lot, and a couple of people have told me this, and I think you'll get it, that you all kicked your coverage a little bit, that she might be a little too good looking for you. This yeah, is what yeah, I've been yeah. told. You, you know when you get a ball hit now, man, you get old. <laughs> man, they, they look at you. You got a gray on your beard now. They look at you like you're old now. Yeah, but you look good, man. <laughs> Thank you, hey, Mike. Hey, you're, uh, this team, you know, these are all the kids we had, most of them last year. Um I don't know if you thought that you guys would be playing this well this early, but, man, you know what? I've seen you play a number of times. I get a chance to see you again today. These kids got it, and they're playing hard. And is there a better head coach in the state than Coach Wallace? No. I'm going to be honest with you because he had a great supporting cast with us. You might. All of us last year, man, and we had a lot of talent last year. But I'm going to tell you right now, what I love about Coach Wallenstein now is he putting on yeah, that hat. Man. That, he, that game hat. He's right looking at him right there smiling at us. Yeah, he, he is the he is the, if the, the be, one of the best coaches in the state of Wisconsin, and he always shakes his head at me and says, don't say that. But I'm telling you, I've been around a long, a long time as you have. And, man, attention to detail, there's nobody better. Nobody better, and I wouldn't have came back and coached, and I love being his assistant. It don't bother me at all because I love helping him out because he's a great organizer. He's a great team planner. He knows how to pray and practices, and he coaches. That's the main thing we're missing a lot of, and he's very good at that, and I love working with him. I'll tell you this. what you know, One of the, one of the parts of my decision to retire was once I knew you were coming back because that, for me, um, I said, okay, he's, he's fine. Look, he's got Marcus with him, and you know what? It, the, the, the program is going to continue and take another step, and as long as Marcus is there, then I'm okay. And, and that first week was hard for me. I missed you guys a lot. We missed you too, Mike. Man. Honestly. Because uh, yeah. you're my man. You yeah, know, we I, go way back. <laughs> yes, we do. And, you, and you're a great coach too, man, and you're a great person, a man of God. And it's, I, I miss seeing you there, and it's so great to see you when I do see you now. And moving forward, you know, you stay who you are and keep yeah. being who you are. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I'm so impressed with, you know, some of these kids. We shook our head a little bit last year on some of these kids. No, a lot. A lot. 
And you know what? The best thing about juniors, they become seniors, and they take some ownership of this team. And when you're looking at, you know, Garrett Moore Deuce Man. and Schofield yeah. and Joey Imakis mm-hmm. and Obi, yeah. these guys, you know what? They said, okay, last year we won a state championship. Okay, great. Now it's us. Now yeah. it's our turn. And these kids, look, I, when people come up to me and say, we're, man, where did these guys recruit these guys from? I go, what are you talking about? They were in the program. Trey Burris was the best yes. JV player yes. as a sophomore in that conference. Yes. On any other team, any other school, he'd be playing varsity. That's how good he is. Yes. And all these other kids all played against, you know, the best guards in the state last year. Right. Ace and Trey were the best two guards in the state. Yeah, I couldn't by far. By yeah. far. And yeah. so, so Schofield and, and Deuce played against these guys every day. And, and you know what? It was hard for them because they didn't get a lot of playing time. And, you know, Ryan had told me at one point, look, I, I feel like I've fallen out of love in, with basketball. And I said, you know what? I understand that because you're not getting time, but when it comes back, and you know what a big Schofield fan yes, that I was. Right. Because I think the kick can straight up play, and he's showing it now. I know he's, he's dinged up a little bit, but, man, can he shoot it. Man, no, what he's doing now, uh, Mike, is he coming off the dribble, pull up, mid-range, uh, stepping up and be a leader. Uh, him and Joey both are being leaders. And uh, Deuce and Obi. It's amazing what they're doing. Deuce hasn't – I mean, this turnover to assist ratio is unbelievable this that, last four games. Look, I and, 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 and look, you were a heck of a basketball player, played at a high level right. for Coach Bennett up at UW-Green Bay. Right. And we used to shake our head at him last year because he wanted – he thought he had to do all this, yeah. but he doesn't. I, I've watched him, and I'll tell you what, when he draws and kicks, and he's looking to kick, he's looking yes. to hit the open guy – Man, and defensively, yes. I don't know where that came from. I'm He's proud good. of this young man. Yes, I am. But you know what? I stay in his ear all the time. You know, he, he don't get me wrong. He he, he kind of battles with me in practice on oh, of course getting he in does. his feelings. But, man, he didn't stepped up yeah. like 100%. Yeah. Well, you know, they all they all do now, Marcus. Yes. You hurt everybody's feelings, no yeah. matter what you say to the kid. Mm-hmm. If you go over and say, man, you had a great game, but you need to box out, well, you they, know what? they listen to the other part. They, I know. <laughs> and then they walk away and they yeah. pout and they don't talk to you for two exactly. days. So that, Obi, Obi is the main one like oh, that. Obi. Obi has really stepped it up. Yes, he, he has. He is a workhorse. He just had an ankle injury, man, an unbelievable ankle injury, and I can't believe he's back. What well, a desire. I talked to Paul the other day, and he said he's probably another three weeks, and I saw his name in the box score. You guys had a tough game with Racine Luther yeah. last night. They're what good. Is, well, look at that. you got a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, yeah, Jeff Christensen. Christensen. Yes, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and uh, he can coach. And he got a solid junior class coming back next year, so they played us tough. But you like those kind of games Yeah. because we, we overcame adversity. Well, they, they, and they run. They always have given us trouble with what they run. You know what? And they can shoot a little bit and they lull you into thinking, man, we're, we should whip this team. And they beat you back door a couple of times, hit a couple of shots. And all of a sudden, defensively, they get into you. Uh, So, yeah, you're right. You needed a game like that, especially with you got a tough game today. Pius is better than you guys think. Just so you know. And then. You got a Hall of Fame coach. Come on, man. Yeah. And then next Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah. At home against Dominican. They ready for us. Man, they're good, huh? Yes, they're really good. And Wilco, you they know, ready when, for us. when you got guys at the ferry on the bench, see, that's what I miss. Can I just come back and just be a coach for that game? You ain't kidding. Those are the that ones. game is going to be, how the kids say, cracking. And you know what? It's the only game going on that night, yes. so it's going to be packed. Oh, man, you got to get there. If you don't get there early, you're in trouble. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to make sure I get my name on the list for that one. Yeah, oh, come on, you're Mike. Hey, there you go. Hey, tell me about, uh, so this group, and, and you guys have changed, tweaked some things in the yeah. games I've watched Defensively tweak some things, defensively tweak some things a little bit. Heads up, Marcus. Here it comes hitting 
I, I was going to catch and shoot that thing, Marcus. Yeah. You know I ain't passing the hey, ball. And you lost I, all that weight looking yeah, good. Oh, now you work on all the man, time. I Come on, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, these kids have bought into what you guys are, are, are running and how you guys are doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? This group, man. Not like we didn't come to practice, Mike, last year ready. We love those kids. But this group, man, when I'm driving, I love to come for this group because they want to win. They want to work. Yeah. They buying into us. And we had our best defensive game on Monday against uh, BCC. And um, they're buying in. We got Severe. We got a young freshman, Demarius. Oh, man, he's stepped up. But this team is, they want to get better. And yeah. that's the key. They're playing together as a team. And this team is not as talented, so we got to play together as a team in order to win. You know, last year, look, it, it took us a long time, as you know, to get those kids. We had to break some stallions, yeah. man. We had oh, to break yeah. them because yeah. there was so much talent on that team. And the, coming to practice, it, it, sometimes it's almost like, man, that, what else can we teach these yeah. kids? Because they know they heard the talent. Yeah. yeah, and they knew mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they knew it. Mm -hmm. And after after those two losses last year at the WBY shoot against Brook Central and Brook yes. East, yes, you know, we, we did lose in overtime to St. Catharines. Uh -huh. But, boy, we, we came back and, and fought them hard. Man, those seniors are not going to let us lose the rest no, of the way. No. And, and, look, you're wearing your ring. They can never take that away from these kids. No, not at all. You know what, Xavier and Trey and Ace Sean, and Sean, Sean, man. Sean got no and our and our our, our our guard. You know you can't you can't leave him out. Who? You know who? Can you? Trey, our guard, football player. Oh my our goodness! Our workhorse. Yeah. You know what, Darius, man. Darius. Hey, I gotta tell you, and I'm gonna tell people right now, Darius's grandmother's house burned down. So, um, if you there's a GoFundMe page if people want to help out. Yes, I'm and, glad and, you told me. That. And I will make sure that if, if anybody wants to know, let me know, and I'll get you that I'll get you that that uh, that Facebook page that you yes. can go on. But it's 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 a just a, a pure. He's amazing. He comes back today. He comes back right now on his break. He didn't came back to practice, pray for our boys, yeah. and everything. He's, yeah. he's right in the gym. Look, his, his grandmother and Bretta, who is just a marvelous mom, mm -hmm. and, and they're looking at how this house burnt down. There are some suspicions involved in it. And, and look, I, I, I'm going to try to tell everybody I can to please help them yeah. because help her. She's a wonderful lady who's done a great job with these grandkids. And, and there isn't anybody in the world that Darius loves more. And man. if you know Darius, man, he's got yes. a big heart for a lot of people, and he's a wonderful yes, young man. I'm glad you told me that because I, I, I didn't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, it just happened last week. Okay. So I'll keep you informed on that. Hey, uh, you remember watching Luke Coleman play? Yes, I, man. Come on. He played. When I, when I first started coaching AAU, he played with me along with Joe Thomas, all those kids. So I know Luke Coleman and his family so well, and they're such good parents. And I've told this now each segment, but he walked in the gym. He thought he was open. And he walked in the gym. He thought he could hit that shot no matter where he oh, was. He and he normally court. could, man. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a great a, player, great was, kid, but just a great kid. Just yeah. all put together. I, I told the story a bunch of times, but no matter where I was and wherever I saw him in any gym in the country, he'd stop what he was doing, come over and hug me and say, Coach, how you doing today? I'd say, cool hand, Luke. You shooting threes today? He'd say, come <laughs> on, Coach, today and every day, man. Yes. We did a segment with uh, with Patty and Jerry, and that uh -huh. was a really difficult segment. Yeah. To talk to the mom and dad. I mean, he's been gone now 13 years. Yeah. Almost 14 years now. Yeah. And um, it, it was very difficult, but I wanted them to, to, to know what I thought of their son. And I played some softball with Jerry, and I'd see Luke, you know, throwing the ball on the, on the sidelines as a little kid. Yeah. And then got a chance to know him and watch him progress as a 
really yeah. good athlete yes. uh, and just a good kid, man. I think right now if he was alive, he would be the president of a company that we'd all want to work for. Hey, he got the same work ethic as his dad. I used to play against Jerry in City Leagues, mm-hmm. and Luke had the same spirit, so he definitely would be that. Well, and then you can agree that, that Luke shot the ball way better yeah. than his daddy He sure did. did. Yes, he did. And Jerry said they'd be out of the playground or the, 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 the court at their house, and Luke would start going between his legs, and he'd go, if you do that again, I'm quitting. I'm not doing that. And he said, yeah. look, he could shoot better than me friend, at the age of about seven. Yeah, that's, that's the definite truth. Yes. Well, they, they, the Luke Coleman Foundation, and that's what we're doing here today, raising money for the Luke Coleman Foundation. They give. They went over a million dollars last year in their golf fund and given away scholarships, and they work with a number of charities um, throughout the area to give back, and Luke would be so proud of that. Yes, man, that's unbelievable. And it's, it's unbelievable how they keep it going here at Brookfield Central. Yeah. You know, you get that legacy at some schools, and then it stops. But it's ongoing here. And I love that, and I thank them for that. And shame on me, but there are times I don't think of him very often yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then you get this. Man, and, and it then brings back memories. It's all of it. Yeah. All mm-hmm. of it. The kid had a smile that lights up a room, man. Yes, he did. And whatever group of people he was with, he was he was the focal point because of that personality. And you know who played a big intro, uh, instrumental part in his life back then? He coached him, Bill Gramaki. Huge. And that's my man right there, yeah. Bill Gamaki. I love him. Yeah. And he has some devastating loss in his family. He lost his wife. Yes, and, he has. And yep. uh, he's a great man. He yep. is. Hey, Marcus, i got to cut you loose because yep. you got to go coach. Yeah, I do, man. Hey, it's, uh, hold on here. Um, it's good to see you. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. You know, 2020 is going to be a great man, year for Marcus Hines. Year. It's a big, it'll be a great year yep. for all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, certainly I've been praying for you and Paul in this program, and you guys are doing great. Uh, I, I'm so happy to see you. Thank you for stopping by. We are at Brookfield Central for the Luke Coleman Memorial Showcase. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bart Winkler. We are at courtside of Brookfield Central High School for the 2020 Luke Coleman Memorial Showcase Tournament. And uh, our first game that we're going to be calling is 11:45 Pius and Martin Luther and then 115 Menominee Falls and Racine Case. So... Bart, all this, uh, you've been, you and I worked together a long time, and I didn't know, and you said, boy, I, I sure you didn't tell you, and, and, and I don't think we had this conversation because I would have remembered because it had a big impact on me that you were up in lacrosse when this happened to Luke Holman. Yeah, so I was a student in lacrosse from 2002, the fall of, until uh, I graduated in May of 06, and then I stayed in lacrosse for another two or three years working and uh, after I graduated a lot of my friends were still on campus they either did the four and a half years or five years and so I was always around campus and then the job I had at the time was as a news photographer for a tv station up there where you know you graduate from your alma mater you think "Ah, I'm not going to be here for another 10 I was there like every day whether there was a story with the chancellor or an initiative or whatever I was always back on campus and so in the fall of 06 you know the, the thing with the, the Mississippi River and, and students and, and deaths, it was something that we found out about in, I think it was 2004, there was a young man named Jared Dion who had, who had drowned and died. 
And that kind of shook the campus a little bit when you have a guy. Because the river, if, if you guys don't know, the lacrosse campus is maybe 10 blocks into the city off the river. Right. And then the downtown area is close to the river. And there's like a block or two of hotels and a lacrosse center where, you know, musical acts come to town, sort of like a, a Panther Arena type thing. And then there's the river. So the river's very close to where the downtown area is, where, you know, obviously kids will gather on the weekends. So when we found out about Jared Dion's death, it was, I mean, it's a ripple effect. Anytime that you have a student that you're with, whether you know this person or not, that suddenly passes away. Right. And when we realized this is something that could happen again to us, to anybody, I mean, that's even more shocking in that regard. So that had came and went and then it happens again with Luke Holman in 2006 and I know that you know lacrosse and river and there's conspiracy theories and and there's all this sort of outlying information and, and I don't I don't know if they still know the truth about what happened to their son but it's just it's it's wild to have that happen now I, and this is a guy I didn't I didn't know him but just to have that on campus and what I loved about this broadcast today and what I loved about hearing about their foundation and about, you know, this tournament. I mean, there's a tournament in his name, the classic here today. His death is like, it, it's known nationally. Right. right? It's, it's a, it's a national, but they know about his death. And so I, I like uh, an event like this and the golf outing that, I, that they do and more than the $1 million they've raised, they're spreading the word about his life. So right. it's not just... He's not just known anymore for how he died. He's being known for how he lived. And I think that is that is what I'm taking away from, from all of this here today. Well, sitting right to my right are his mom and dad. And, you know, Jerry and Patty are here because, you know what, they, they support this event because, it, 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 like you said, it continues to, people continue to now talk about him and talk about his life and the stories that we've told both on the air now and off the air. It just, it, it just brings his presence back, and he would be so proud that they've raised this money, but he'd be even more proud of what they're doing with the money that they've raised. Because that's the kind of kid he was. Always wanted to make sure that people had what they needed, and they, they've they've been able to utilize the money that they raised for the Luke Holman Foundation to give back to the community. So my other connection is I went to Fond du Lac, and Fond du Lac and Brookfield Central played in the state tournament that year. Oh. I don't remember if we won or not. No, yeah, you do. You, you remember because Fond du Lac took second. Yeah. So they must have beat Brookfield Central. They must have beat Brookfield Central. And then they moved on and yes. then took second, got the silver ball. That was the year our team, Fond du Lac, went 11-11 and 11 and then had a great run in the state tournament. So I just, I, what I remember about that time, Mike, was... See, he wouldn't be happy to hear that, though. He, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, oh, the Fond du Lac guys doing no, my games? No one, Luke Holman, he'd want to replay that game. <laughs> Fond du Lac guys doing one of my classic games today. But even listening to you in the show today, and I've caught pretty much the whole thing, is, you know, when you talk to his parents and you talk to his cousin and you talk to his friends and guys that know him, I mean, I'm I'm just, I'm still uncomfortable listening to it 15 years later, you know, because that was, when you lose somebody that way, when you lose somebody and it, even when you lose somebody and it's like, 
like a parent or a grandparent sure. and, and there's like, well, they're getting older and right. now there's a disease and you kind of know that it's at least coming to have your, uh, your son just one day you wake up and you find out and there's still questions about what happened 15 years later. Well, did you hear Patty talk about, cause you had seen that show. I did. And I didn't, I didn't know it was on. And she said, look, they, they truly believe that he was murdered and then put into the, put into the, the water. They had to go up and get his things out of the police department. Yeah. And she said, you know, just, it brought us right back and how difficult that was and coming over here Bart I knew that I was I was going to have them on I knew I was going to have his his friend and cousin on and I you know what I didn't know how deep that I wanted to go because I was tearing up and and it's not like the kid was at my house every day but he was just one of those kids that you wanted to watch play basketball you wanted to watch play football you wanted to hang out with and and just have a conversation with because that's how he was brought up and just a wonderful wonderful family I mean, even just, you know, hearing his name and the, the Luke Holman classic, just hearing his name for me, again, I did not know Luke personally. We were on campus at the same time in lacrosse, but just the aftermath of that, the two weeks after where oh, the impact, right, where the entire community was shook and, you know, our newscast focused on it. I believe it was after him that they started this Operation River West or, or Riverside or something where then students would then volunteer to patrol the river at night i don't know if that still goes on to this day but it went on for a good at least two years where students would volunteer just to keep other students safe i remember i had a camera mike driving around town because as i told you i was in the news at that time and what i would see was in the immediate aftermath of where is luke i mean i saw student volunteers searching any alley for him opening dumpsters and i'm and i'm collecting these pictures with my camera and i'm like this is this is just an awful thing to to witness and to see and so yes it's been 15 years and for me someone that's you know just same place same time i mean i can't imagine for his parents i can't imagine for his friends and for his teammates because when you lose somebody like that I just think that it, you know, 15 years later, you think, oh, 15 years, but it can come back in an instant. It is. I'm talking to Bart Winkler. We are live at Berkfield Center for the Luke Coleman Memorial Basketball Showcase. And uh, right now, Milwaukee South Division with two 226 to go in their game, beating Milwaukee Messmer 49-30. Bart and I will, uh, we're going to have the Martin Luther against Pius game, followed by Racine Case, Menominee Falls. Uh, coming up, and want to thank our sponsors before we get to that uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, Wisconsin Lutheran College, and Brookside Baptist Church. Uh, Pastor Ken and Pastor Keith are going to join us, and uh, I really appreciate uh, their partnership. All of them, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, Wisconsin Lutheran, and Brookside Baptist Church allow us to be out at a, at a uh, showcase like this and to continue to, to let people know about Luke Coleman. And, and I like, Bart, what you said. We talk about his life. You know what? We don't look. He he's been gone now a long time, and let's talk about the life. To talk about this foundation that that uh, that they are uh, and they're raising some money for and, and giving back and a great cause. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Bart and I will talk a little bit about Martin Luther and Pius, and we'll continue throughout this day to tell you more about Luke Coleman, Luke Coleman's family, and certainly the foundation that we're raising money for here at the Luke Holman uh, Memorial Showcase. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 